Today's episode of Total Sidebar is brought to you by our friends at Boston Beer Ventures, and they are happy. They're beyond happy. They're loving it up so great that they support Total Sidebar. Why wouldn't you? Now, what goes better with the chitty chatty that we do around here than great craft beer and cocktails? Am I right, ladies? Uh, You've never been You had me at chitty chatty. Yeah. Exactly right. Well, guess what? These guys are so friendly with us and with our sidebar listeners that they are already booking virtual craft beer tastings in March and April right now. So you should just exactly right. It's happening. It's on. You might be sitting there thinking nothing's going on. There's nothing fun to do. I'm sitting in my chair and I'm staring at the blinds and huh, I should dust those things, shouldn't I? No, you can book a tasting at Boston Beer Ventures. Just email bostonbeerventures at gmail.com. Put sidebar in the subject line. You could say, sidebar told me it's not my fault. That'd be a great (laughs) subject line. Um, And you'll get 20% off. You'll get 20% discount on any booking. I would say, do it. You know what? There's light at the end of the tunnel. Fun is coming. Why not practice right now and have fun with Boston Beer Ventures? Go do it. You heard me. That's it. We did that game where you do your stripper name and it is the color of your underwear and the last thing you ate. So Paisley Nuggets was my name. Yep. I'm like I'm beige grilled cheese. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Who wants to see me dance? <laughs> you are not there's not gonna be a dollar on the floor for you. There's not. <laughs> It's not good. It's not happening. And now on poll number four, here comes beige grilled cheese. (laughs) Poll number four, like they have big numbers on them. That's horrific. Please turn your attention to poll number four. Here she Mm -hmm. goes. Clearly. Straight from the cafeteria, it's beige grilled cheese. She (laughs) spends a lot of time at the strip clubs. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Total Sidebar. No matter what we do, we keep showing up. I don't know. We're trying to fix it, but here we are. I am Ellen Cumley, your hostess. Dear heard that. You heard that live. And I'm here with my lovely co-host. Say hello, Jen Palmer. Hello, Ellen. Welcome back. Thank you so much. And say hello, Alexandra Shumway. <laughs> I'm just laughing this summer time. There's, it's a little, it is a little strangely giddy here at the sidebar. I think because it's we're running out of steam. It's general steam, <laughs> just the general steam of life. Everyone's like whoosh, running out. Oh. And, and yes, you heard that correct. Jen welcomed me back because I have to admit to our sidebar listeners, I don't, didn't tell many people, but I left town and I actually went on a vacation. Actually was, I had very generous friends who invited me to come and join them in Hawaii, right? I'm just yes, letting that sink in. Incredibly safe throughout the entire thing. Like it's not like it was I mean, it's, you were you were fantastic about all of it. I did oh. I tested before, I tested after 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 can't even talk today. After um <laughs> and yes, I did everything right and they're super careful there. What I will say, if you get the chance to go to Hawaii, they will make you wear your mask, they will make you contact trace, they will make you test to go. They you should test when you come back. I mean, they, they do all of it, but there is this, uh, in this particular point in time, like you feel guilty because you are leaving the rest of the country behind as we struggle with still trying to come out of this thing. So, um, I was very quiet about it. I didn't tell a lot of people about it. I went, you're welcome for broadcasting it. Yes. (laughs) I'm telling you now now that I'm back and COVID free. Well, maybe we'll get more email. Now maybe we'll we'll maybe. get more followers because there'll be hate followers. There'll be trolls. Maybe we'll no, get some trolls. Ellen, of all the people in my life, everyone that I know, you have been the most COVID safe since for the get go. Sure. Yeah, for you, sure. You you have True. locked it down by yourself for a long period of time. Like nobody deserved this vacation more than you. Frankly. I will say, oh, I, yeah, I don't know that that's true, true but thank no, you. Thank you. No, I, I, I yeah, didn't not have Fauci. Nobody, nobody deserved I, it. Not Fauci. I, I think that, that I lazy think, Fauci. Oh, I think Fauci needs the Seychelles. I think oh, he needs like a big, big fancy trip. He needs, he needs St. Thomas. He needs something, something big, but he's still plowing away. That's Fauci. You gotta love. Do we still have a crush? Everybody got a crush. I love the Fouch. Fouch. Love him. Yeah, you do. If you were gonna date an eighty-year-old guy, who would it be? (laughs) There's no, there's no, no contest. It's I think it's Fauci. Yeah, for sure. I can actually come up with a few other octogenarians, but that's just me. 
well, that that's a fun conversation. Yeah, I was going to say, can we, can we circle back to this one? For well, a did you hear oh. that Christopher Plummer died today? <gasps> I, and I always I found him terribly 91. attractive. Well, but then he didn't go a little cray cray. But I will say, I know, but uh, he was cray cray in the beginning. Are you kidding me? He was drunk through the whole Sound of Music. Other oh, than I, that, I loved him. Yeah. I did too. I saw and him then, live on Broadway in Cyrano. Oh, oh he was wow. incredibly talented. And the other one who died uh, just last this week, I think, also who had a huge spot in my heart was Hal Holbrook. Married what? to Did yes, I miss Hal he died this week and I loved him. Dixie Carter, right? Yes, and Dixie Carter. Oh. So I Welcome to this edition of Who Died us. This Week. Guess who else kicked the bucket? I guess it's I guess it's a little less morbid than who's gonna well, I, I think how, respect honoring them in 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 uh, in memoriam is probably better than who's gonna go. So and let's we'll look it. at who we're talking about. We're talking about octogenarians. These yeah. guys are yeah 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 ninety generic whatever that one is. They're like, legends. Those guys were all in their nineties. Like Cicely Tyson, man, she crushed it. Um, I didn't have um, a crush on her, but I will say, Cloris no, Goldman. Goldman. Yeah. Oh, I loved her, but I'm just saying, I wasn't attracted to Not her the, the same. way I was attracted. No, no, no. I'm just saying that I they're ninety. Like they joke. crushed it. Yeah. Like look at these people. Like you know, they got some longevity. Like well into their nineties. <laughs> you know what else I will up, say? The Queen. High five, QE two. Mm-hmm. Look at her. Talk about someone who's a badass, a a, a royal badass. I was right? going to say also yes. um, that I I find it interesting that these days I'm far more attracted to men who are well into the winter of their lives yes. than I am those little young spries. Like agreed, you yeah, know. I just I, I anybody from the age of like thirty down, no. Not can't even contemplate. Oh, I'm far no. more attracted to someone who's using 50 a walker. plus man. Yes. Someone who's using a walker is far yes. more attractive to me. You know, that's an interesting <laughs> point. Cause I was gonna be like, well, of course, because that person could be your son. But here's the other thing, like you look at someone like Demi Moore and remember when she started dating Ashton Kutcher and everyone's like, oh my God, that's so weird. And us gals were like, dude, good on her. What a double scene. Sure. This is so lame, whatever. But I think about it now, I'm like, do I want to date a guy? I mean, I don't want to date anybody. Let's be honest. But like, would I take no. a guy who's twenties? What the hell would we have in common? You, you, you do you. Well, first of all, you guys still have children at home, and you know what it's like to raise a child and educate someone much younger than you are. And imagine somebody who is totally. twenty or thirty years younger than you are. Like I've never, and I won't get off on a tangent on it, but I've never understood this men who date younger women. I mean, I do understand the attraction. I get it's physical attraction. We all know that's all it is. Give me a freaking break. That is all it is. And you put up with what is a huge burden of not understanding each other. I dated someone who was 10 years younger than I am. And that was a gap. Just the 10 years younger of cultural references, music you listen to, the era that you came up in, like it wasn't insurmountable, but 10 years was a lot. So imagine 20 years younger or 30 years younger. Yeah. <laughs> Jennifer, Thank you goodness. know who our parents are, right? Jennifer, you yeah. want to take this? <laughs> oh, shit. That's right. Yeah. Our parents got married when my dad was 50 and my mom was 25. <laughs> yeah. So. What the hell? They were crazy. <laughs> Jennifer and I are both sitting here letting her talk and we're both like laughing, laughing, but our hands over her mouth and be like, do we stop her? But wait, no, can but, I but, say something though for they, a minute? They figured though? it many out. Time, many times they, it's true. You're right. They figured it out. I think what you just said, Ellen, is the norm. I think right. that there are exceptions of and course. our parents were one of them. I think also my mother never identified with her peer age group in terms of interests. She always not only aspired to, but actually identified with the interests of an older generation. I think she was so, born 45. And yes. She remains totally. 45. 100%. Yep. 100%. So, yes. Yep. But, but sorry, we didn't mean yeah, to so let you go okay. on too long. Listeners, we... the two of them were like <laughs> bursting at the seams as I made my pronouncement. And I totally forgot that there was a little bit of an age gap between your mom and your dad. Just, just a, a scooch. Just yeah. a and, scooch. It was, and it was also, I mean, let's be honest, like he was a newspaper man. She was a teacher. Like it wasn't like they were this Hollywood starlet, like this Hollywood, you know, yeah. you know, mogul and this little model or something like that. Oh, but and I whatever. think, and I do think it's there are definitely yeah, people sure. who come from different eras and different ages, and somehow they come together. 
Like yeah, they for do. Sure. Life totally. is kooky. Life but is I, kooky. But, but in general, like in celebrity culture, when you look around and you see the older dude and the younger blonde who yeah. like it seems pretty but even Standard. now, like if I, let's say I'm at like a sales meeting and I have the choice between sitting with a gentleman who is 20 years my senior versus sitting next to a gentleman who's 20 years my junior, I'm going to opt for the former every single time Yep. because they have more life experiences and more fun. And, and by the way, you know, that that's my demo. I was just going to say, <laughs> you know, that like- old men and Puerto Rican men love me. So we've yeah. discussed this before. Interesting. And, and yeah. yeah. I love that. I love that's, those are my peeps. So So my, so my demo also older men and the weirdos. I am a weirdo (laughs) magnet, man, woman, child, whoever it is. If you're a super freak, I am like, it's like a moth to a flame. That's fascinating. It happens always, to me too. Always. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know what it is. I'm like, maybe I'm nice to them when nobody else is, or maybe, maybe it's way deeper than that. It's probably way deeper. They're probably seeing some sort of super freak in me too, that maybe it's, you know, they're like, Ooh, I just found myself. <laughs> I will also talking. say I get asked for directions by, I could be sitting in a crowd or standing rather in a crowd of like 15 people and someone will seek me out and ask me the directions versus hmm. someone else. Sometimes I'm not even, I don't even live in the city. I'm like, I'm really not from here. Uh, maybe ask the gentleman next to me kind of thing. Huh. It's weird. Maybe you also just look like, like a like a human a sucker map or something. Or that, maybe I'm yeah. a sucker. I don't even think I have a cohort. I don't think anyone who approaches me. You don't? Yeah, no, not nothing comes to mind. <laughs> no, I, I really don't know. No, I, on it, I was thinking while well, you were, were talking, I was paying attention to you, but I was trying to tune you out. And <laughs> an <laughs> impressive skill. <laughs> not the first time. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just trying to think. I don't know. I definitely get weirdos. Oh, I definitely get weirdos. Yeah. I definitely do. I think that is my, that's my crew. And look that's at the crew. three of us are all hanging out. With look at this. So what does look, that tell you? I was going to say, man, oh man. <laughs> Well, listen, I, of course, I have a uh, to be continued segment because there was something we talked about last episode and I have to, there, I have a confession to make and then I will talk about the research I did to follow up on it because I had to. So last episode, we were talking about anchovies and sardines. We mm. talked about them and did you like Not them, blah, 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 all that stuff. And one of you, I think it was Jen, probably you both being master chefs. One of you mentioned something about the umami that comes from, you know, using mm-hmm. the the anchovies in, in Caesar salad, for example. And I thought, you know, people say umami all the time. I really don't know what it means. I have heard like, oh, it's a fifth flavor. What the hell does that mean? Like, what does that mean? Um, because I don't, I never say the word umami. I've never, I don't think I've ever said it's it in fun my to life. Say, though. And I, if you watch Top Chef. Th- that I, I guess I, you I, Ellen, I Googled it one time after so, watching Top Chef. So, so I yeah. want to reveal a scandal about umami. Oh, I want to, okay. yeah, I, I want to make sure you guys are clear on this. So I did my research. I want to share with our listeners. So in Japanese, the translation of umami is pleasant, savory taste. That is what hmm. the word means. Pleasant, savory taste. And just so you know, high umami foods. Do you know what some of the high umami foods are? Soy. Soy for sure sardines um (laughs) mushrooms mushrooms have umami okay we'll never get anywhere like soy uh and things that you would expect like kimchi and seaweed but also meat and cheeses also mushroom don't mushrooms have them too i don't know i didn't write out the whole list maybe they may but here's the thing remember good old msg do god do i msg so msg is umami MSG and the foods that that produce the umami flavor, they stimulate the same neurons because they do detect the same amino acid, which is glutamate, I'm telling you, and they send your cortex the same message. So MSG, which is manufactured, which is man-made. Monosodium glutamate? Yes. Gives you umami. Okay. Now. Okay. Yeah. I'll let you finish. Go ahead. MSG got a bad rap saying it'll give you a headache. It's bad for you. You shouldn't use it. There is no truth to that. MSG doesn't hurt you at all. It doesn't raise your blood pressure. It doesn't give you a headache. This comes from the Stanford Neurosciences Institute. So you can, when you eat cup of noodles, right, which has MSG in it, it gives you the same umami burst as these umami foods. I rest my case. Yes, Jen. (laughs) 
I, I, from what I understood a while ago, though, MSG, part of the problem was the sodium in it also, which was yeah. a contributing factor to a lot of this. Because Yes. And so a lot of the foods yeah. that I just listed for you are full of salt, which is oh, well, why they. Exactly. Right? So, so that's right. my question, though. Is it the manufactured one was manufactured with an enormous amount of sodium in it as part of it? But the so, ones that you're listing are all natural. Like soy is, soybeans don't have natural sodium in them, do they? I don't think they do. I'm I confused don't know. a little bit. I do know. Okay, so I'm going to follow up on the okay. sodium content of different versions yeah. of umami. But all I'm telling you is MSG is the sodium salt of glutamic, glutamic acid that's made through fermentation with corn, sugarcane, or beets. It comes from fermenting those guys. And so you're going to follow up with our listeners. I'm going to follow up and find out about the sodium content of MSG for umami okay. versus listeners. umami. Mark your calendars. Get ready. The next episode's going to be a doozy. I have lived all my life thinking MSG was the enemy. Stay away from it. Somehow yeah. it'll blow your brains out the front of your forehead because it'll give you a big headache. And I don't know if that's true. Apparently so not. I, if, if somebody said you want to avoid it because it's full of salt, that's easy. I mean, I that's easy. My... So, so, sorry. Fast question. You may not know, know the answer, but when people say, oh, I can't eat that. I'm allergic to MSG. Is that garbage? Do they say it like that all the time? Every time. It's always that little friend that you got that comes in and you're like, oh, I got stuff. I got stuff from, you know, House of Changs. And they're like, hey, I'm sorry. I can only eat this kind because I'm allergic to MSG. I'm like, I what? I don't believe it. I never believed it. Hey, first just, of all, first I'd of like, all. There's a couple things to point out, but I'll let you go first, Ellen. I'm just going to say I won't <laughs> hang out with those people. Like anybody who's going to use that voice yeah. and and articulate those sentiments <laughs> is never going to be in my house because if you don't like the house of Chang, yeah. you oh, can bye -bye. leave the house of Ellen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. <laughs> yes, I also Jack? love how you use little as a derogatory term. Like, it's always that little friend, you know, like... Yeah. <laughs> They're the ones we're, like, we're oh, so... you have a small cubby too. I don't want to fill up. Yeah. I have the dressing on the side. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We are so judgmental sodium? of little Can people. Can I get the low sodium sweets? <laughs> Shut up. Go yeah, away. Why is, it, why is it the annoying people have tiny mouths <laughs> where they really have to push out? Everything you have to see. And they and they but they're under the table, their foreheads are just above the table line. And they're saying, Why is it House of Chang again? It's no, I don't think Alexander's referring to stature in terms of height. It was okay, more I'm like just checking. a thin just... person. Like we're making fun of people who are like, Yeah, you know, who who won't eat as much no. as we will eat. I think exactly means they're what I'm small minded. To. They're mm -hmm. small and small minded. Exactly. And I can take a small person if they can eat with me, but a small person yes. who's constantly watching the calories, like, you know what? There's the door. Uh, bye bye. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. I think, yes. I think it, it's really beyond time to go to like it or not. Okay, like it or not. Now, I mean this, the first one, I mean this in a literal sense, not in a figurative sense. And you'll understand when I tell you. Mm -hmm. Like it or not, earmuffs. Uh, Huh. The fashion item earmuffs. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Okay, I'll take it. Um, <laughs> You're both, so I'm sorry. I just want to interject. You're both <laughs> like, I, this is, um, listeners, this is a case where I looked at both of them and this happens periodically, but I'm pretty sure they haven't given this much thought. No. So nope. let's see what we can Never. Uh, I believe okay. Alex is up to bat. Yes, Alex. Alex, uh, shoot first, aim later, Shumway. Yes, here I go. Um, so I am going to say I don't like them to put on my head, but I don't find them offensive either. Here's what I think they are. I think they're a little stupid in the respect wow. that um, they don't really serve much of a purpose because I think we all learn when we were little kids you know, however much percent of, you know, your heat, the body heat leaves out of your head. So, which means like earmuffs make you cute, you think, but they don't make you warm. They stop your ears from getting cold, but again, you're still going to get cold. So just put a hat on that aside. When you see those little snow bunnies or whatever, and they've got their cute little earmuffs on or like a little girl, like a little kid, and they've got their earmuffs on that's super cute too. But in real life, like, I mean, it, let me just put it this to you this way. If the three of us went for a walk in the snow 
and I show up in <laughs> fucking earmuffs, you're going to beat me senseless. And you know what? Good yeah. on you. You should, because okay. that's stupid if I'm going to show up in earmuffs. Oh my God. Insane. So I guess that's where I am. Yeah, that's it. That's I, my job. Go, go ahead, Jennifer. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I agree with everything you said. Um, <clears throat> I don't. That we're going to beat her up if she shows up in earmuffs. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Well, okay. I don't think be- we'll beat her up in, in a verbally. In a verbal, verbally. In a verbal. verbally and emotionally, yes, you will. Huh. Okay. I'm going to tease you till the end of the day. And, sure. um, and you should. Yeah. I, I, after the age of eight, you probably shouldn't wear them. Mm-hmm. The, 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 very, the minute you say earmuffs... And you said literally earmuffs, not the, you know, the yes. reference to close your ears. Your... Don't listen to this. Exactly. Right. Right. Um, I think of <laughs> that girl named Karen in Frosty the Snowman oh, who, yes. who had those big floppy fuzzy earmuffs on and, and Karen. rode on the train. <laughs> Karen. Oh, oh God. No wonder all women our age Maybe are called Karen. Why. Maybe yeah, because it, came, it came of a certain age. But Karen, do you think I could get to the North Pole? <laughs> Ugh, I hated that. I hated that Christmas yeah, special. Same. I hated Karen. I hated her earmuffs. Wow. She just, yeah, didn't do it for me. But I, that's what that's what it conjures up. That said, I have a daughter who loves wearing them every now and then. She's super and then cute for, in them. And then forgets about them two times after she wears them. And they wind up at the bottom of the of the bin that houses all the hats and the scarves and the whatever. So they're a waste of money too. Can I just say that they're a waste yes. of money? Yeah. Wow. It's it's like the toy that you buy your child that they yeah. play with. It's an a accessory, day and, a half and then it just sits. An yeah. accessory that doesn't really have, doesn't really do what it says it's going to do a lot of times. <laughs> Go ahead, packaging. When it says, wow. This is this was a, are going to do this. This was a pretty brutal assessment. That's what I'll say. This is Aramis just went down in a blaze of not even glory. They just no. went down. They yeah. really just went down. Uh-huh. Um, I remember wearing them when I was a kid. Um, I don't remember if I enjoyed wearing them or not. I, there was always when you, the ones you had when you were a kid were f- like tight, kind of, um, they were spun tight. So mm-hmm. when you took them off your head, they, they like, they yes, like that, magnetically yes, ran to each other. Yeah. So it's dangerous. You could snap your nose if you were, they were careful. Ellen, they were dangerous. You're right. Yeah. They were dangerous. Cause they folded in upon themselves. Exactly. Like they twisted. Yes. Yeah. Yes. At an attempt to be a handy thing to take with you wherever you went. I don't understand. Here's what I don't get. Why did, and again, this is another follow-up. Why did someone think that was the way to keep warm? Why did you think that covering right. your ears, which is blo- also blocking out sound, <clears throat> was somehow better than wearing a hat to cover your whole head where the heat flies off the top of your yep. head? Like who thought, oh, earmuffs. Well, now I feel like I'm in the kitchen next to a raging fire. I'm nice and warm <laughs> as opposed to covering the rest of my head. Like w- I- I'm going to need to know more on why they even came into being. I will say I gave a friend long gone far away when I actually had money. I gave a very good friend for Christmas uh, because I knew how he liked this brand. I gave him Burberry earmuffs. Oh, he, wow. and I uh, know. And they were, and he, now that's an accessory. Them. He loves kidding. them to death, but I do believe that he wears them in the shoulder seasons, meaning when it's first yeah. getting cold and so, when it's starting to get warm again, to like cute. He, to look cute. I think it, again, I think an accessory I think it's, it's, right. it's for, yep. it's for form, not function. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Earmuffs, you can continue to exist, but don't try to be something that you're not. I think that's the verdict. I think that's what I feel. Mm -hmm. All right. Let's try that. Let's try this. Very curious to see where this is going to go. Like it or not. Cheesecake factory cheesecake. I think I've had a handful of them in my day. I probably had more. I'll start. Um, (laughs) I know I've had more. Who am I kidding? Um, yeah. All right. So twofold on this. Oh. Um, number Two one, layers, would you say? <laughs> number one, like everything in the Cheesecake Factory canon, it is done to excess. There are too many versions of them. Yeah. You can order one of 58 different kinds of cheesecake, which makes me question the freshness of them all right there and then. 
Mm-hmm. Now, I feel like most people who really, really like cheesecake are there for like the plain cheesecake, not the cheesecake that has Snickers oh. woven in and a caramel swirl and done with an Oreo crust. I feel like they're there for a legit New York cheesecake. And I have had the Cheesecake Factory cheesecake and it is meh, fine. It's good. It's not great. I don't, it's nothing to write home about. It's good. That's it. <laughs> so if you're there for like the fun factor of it, like, oh, and I got the double decker cheesecake that has, you know, 14 different items in it. And then they put like caramel sauce all over it and the whipped cream. First of all, if it's you a put- mocha latte latte cheesecake. <laughs> right. yep. Can I also say if you if you're serving cheesecakes and you have to put a fucking dollop of whipped cream on it, mm-hmm. it's not a good cheesecake. And they do that on every cheesecake. High five. So, so I would just like to say, I think that the, it's, it's an okay product there. It's, it's a shtick. It's a shtick. So in terms of the validity of the cheesecake itself, eh, but I, I respect all the different versions, you know, it's, it's, it's a gimmick. That's where I'm at. Alex. Okay. Okay. I think the fact that I can't even remember if I like one or not is speaking volumes right here. Like, have I had one? Yeah, I've had one. Uh, sure maybe I guess yeah I'm sure I have but first of all my problem with with Cheesecake Factory is not the cheesecake it's the fucking menu it's like it's like it's a book it's oh my god ridiculous it is like when I just in 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 my life when I have to talk about something where there's too many choices and I'm one of those people who gets like paralyzed when there's too many choices like I need it to be pared down I'll I will always say like it's too much. I can't decide. I feel like I'm looking at the Cheesecake Factory menu because it is. It's Me like too, a book. It. I'm like, it's too I much. use that too. Yeah, it's too much. So so then you're like, okay, do you want some dessert? Meanwhile, I'm usually like, no, because the salad that I thought I was gonna get was the side of was the size of my my right leg. Like, no, I'm 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 kind of fine here, but that aside. And now they put the calorie on it and that salad cost you 1800 calories. Jennifer, I wouldn't even know. I haven't been there in God knows. I haven't been outside this house in a while, but, but that aside. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it's, I think it's so forgettable. I'm with Jennifer. It's a gimmick. It's super forgettable. If I'm going to eat a cheesecake, can I be honest with you? I'm going to call Jennifer and be like, I really want cheesecake. Could you make me one? Cause you make a great cheesecake. And there you have it. Again, mic drop. Boom. Boom. With a compliment thrown into the drop. I, you made me realize, I threw this out there. I don't know why. Um, I don't know how it popped into my head. But um, I will say I have eaten at the Cheesecake Factory. Not a ton, but not even regularly. But enough to know what the menu is. And A, yes, the menu is a book. Uh, B, the Cheesecake Factory. varieties are ridiculous the things that they put on them and make in them and when I was listening to I was thinking I remember I think the thing that bums me out about it is my mother when I was a kid growing up uh, if my parents had a dinner party and they had people over the very 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 special dessert that my mother would take the time to make would be a cheesecake with her sour cream cheese topping like and that was and you would sit there like it would be in the refrigerator and it would be getting colder and you could look at it make sure you don't drop anything on it because strawberries are all like sitting there and (laughs) you really 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 hope that those guests don't eat it all because I hope there's just like something left so I can have a bite of it because you couldn't touch it you couldn't touch so cheesecake to me is a super special thing, like a really, really special thing. So when you go to your average Joe place, like the Cheesecake Factory, and there's a just a just a an array of riches that are not really riches, like it's it loses something. For me, it loses something. Like cheesecake is always that would be if if someone's like, hey, we're gonna go out to dinner and have filet mignon, you know, we're gonna we're and for dessert we're gonna have cheesecake. But that was special, special, special. So in some ways, like the, uh, the cheesecake factory is what it is. Cheesecake is like you said, it's good. It's fine. It's actually fine. Do I like things all heaped around my cheesecake? No, I don't. I like the the big the basic stuff, but it's kind of polluted the purity oh, of wow. my reverence for cheesecake as a dessert. That's what I'll say. That's what I'm I saying. I get that. Wow. Can I say cheesecake. one last thing? Yeah. Yes, you may. When you bake a 
cheesecake, there's all these recipes that tell you how you how to avoid it cracking in the oven, right? Because mm. you know cheesecake inevitably can crack. I love the crack, Alexandra. I think the crack shows you that it's homemade, that somebody really took the time to make it. And not one of those cheesecakes, of those 48 cheesecakes in that case that you see right next to the maitre d' has a crack in it. And I always cry foul. I cry foul. I think you're saying it's Soylent Green. That's I, what's in I the didn't quite get that cheesecake. from what she said, but okay. That's what, that's what I'm hearing. <laughs> okay, was... I'm gonna light. I'm gonna try to lighten it up now. This one, <laughs> from I cheesecake. I have a cheesecake that was too. That was too deep. It was too intense. Too dense. Too, too caloric. <laughs> nice. Too um, I think I know the answer to this, but I'm really curious to hear the why of the answer to this. Like, I'm pretty sure I know the answer, but let's see what we get. Like it or not, costume parties. Love, 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 them all the time. Love them. Hate people who hate them. Agreed. Agreed. Jennifer, let's high five on the Zoom. Favorite thing. This is exactly what I anticipated. Continue. Elaborate on why you have that. I mean, I don't know what else there is to say. Where do we start? Where do we end? Do you want us to list off all the costume parties we've hosted over the years? Because I want to. Yeah, it's going to be hard to tell this. It's going to be hard to answer and not list them off. But <laughs> Jennifer, lot. give me. OK, here's here's how I'm, we're gonna I, answer. I'm, I'm showing you my watch. I know. Okay? Whatever. And I'm already, and I'm already blocking her. her Zoom. <laughs> Jennifer, here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to ask you, give me your best costume party that you have ever that you've ever hosted. And if you don't guess the one I'm thinking, I know that what you've it hosted, is. It's Mad Men. And that's what you're thinking. No, it's not. So good. Then Simpsons. we're going to get two answers. Simpsons. And then I it's the answer. Simpsons yes, one. It's the Simpsons one. Anyway, okay. So, so you too. tell your first Mad Men answer, and then I'll tell my favorite of yours. And then I don't I'll need do to go down the road of, of all the costume parties that I've thrown. <laughs> but here's what I will say about a costume party, and I'll try to make it brief. I find that costume, first of all, I fucking love a costume mm-hmm. party. I think it takes a party to the next level and it it brings every you know how they always say if you want to sell an idea you have to make everybody feel like it's their own idea the same is true of a costume party you've asked everybody to get creative on the same question to come up with their own answer a little bit different and then you get to see whoever his personality is you know I do game night. You know I do all those other things. I I I I I clearly have issues with costume parties. I love them. I like I like a fun party, but I love the costume element on mm-hmm. top because I feel like even those people, and there are some that I do love, even though they hate costume parties. I I find sometimes if I can narrow the field and say, okay, this costume party is not just come as what you want to come as it's i need you to be specific i need you to come as a simpsons character i need you to come as somebody from mad men i need you to come as somebody from a favorite television show or a favorite movie or a favorite musician i think that helps those people who feel like it's too overwhelming a costume Mm -hmm. party to narrow the choices down and feel like they can get into it a little bit Mm -hmm. and i love seeing people do that it's i freaking love a costume party i could talk about it till i'm blue in the face it makes me happy i love watching my friends show their like creative side in ways i've never anticipated or seen before i love i love the anticipation of it i love a theme i love it love 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 i'm done so i love how jennifer took this opportunity to name every costume party (laughs) no i have i have more I Jennifer, you you're just you're like I love a Simpsons, I love a Mad Men, I love a TV. I love a oh no, I still I you didn't I even I even touched 1908. I was, I was like, look at I'm like look at her. I'm like she just was like. Brrr. Um, I'm only gonna hit on my like I we've had a few we we do a few stuff, but our, my my favorite was our 20th anniversary when we did our Roaring Twenties Speakeasy. And Jennifer, to your point, I agree. I think that. For people who are like, I don't know what to dress as, which by the way, there's more of those than there are of us. I'm 100% aware of that. But when you say, here is what you need to do and you give them guardrails, then you see the most creative people, the most creative thoughts come out of people that you would have never expected. Like people really bring it and it's super fun. Now, granted, there are those people who say, I hate costumes parties and I will not, I, I will not participate. 
It's a bummer because I think they're missing out. Honestly, like I feel like if you just leaned in, if you just gave it a whirl, you might have a good time. Maybe they wouldn't. Who knows? But I agree. I'm a big fan. Big, 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 big fan. I think it's super fun. Theme and everybody on the same team. It's great. Okay. So none of that surprised me at all. Everything that you said. So for our listeners, these two are quite the hostesses with the mostesses, and they do put on fabulous parties when they throw parties. And some of them include costumes and I've attended some of them. Mm -hmm. So I was, it's what was interesting to me. What I wanted to hear is why you liked them. I knew you liked them. I just wanted to know why you liked them. And I definitely am in the camp of the people who like when I, when I got an invitation to your parties, when I get an invitation to costume parties, I want to go, but I'm completely full of anxiety. I don't know how to make a costume. I am not a crafty person. I don't have the right idea. I'm going to look terrible at whatever I do. Somebody like I'm completely psyched out from the get-go. And I could, I could, I mean, I could go through and I won't the list of terrible costumes, like terrible slap together costumes that I have put together just so I could go to the party. And I think the, I think those are the people to think about the people who, even if I think giving a theme is great, giving guardrails, giving guidance is definitely great, but there are some people who are still like, I can't, I can't do this. I don't feel comfortable being somebody that I'm not, I don't feel hundred percent. Is there some easy way for me to participate so that I can still be with all these people having fun? And I'm in the middle. Like I'm not that psyched out. Like I'll, I'll come to play, you know, I'll come up with something. Um, and do I like them? I like seeing what everybody else does. Like I'm always in awe because it's just, wait, where'd you get that? How'd you think that up? Like I remember uh-huh. seeing somebody yep. who was Pippi Longstocking and they, and they took wire hangers to make their pigtails stick straight out from their, you know, from their hair. Like they had gone to, like, when you see what people do to me, it's like, it's like going to a show, you know, it's going to shows like, Oh my God, I know who you are. I know what you are. So I like to go to them. I get completely stressed out getting ready for them. That's you, that's the way I'll put it. I, I you want to be behind the glass watching. Right. Right. <laughs> I got to say, I find that like so zoo. funny to hear because we see the creativity that you pull mm-hmm. out in our Christmas challenge every year. I yep. was thinking the same thing, Jennifer. And, and, and it's off the charts. Mm-hmm. Like you, you love a challenge like that. Is it because yep. it's a, because it's you? Because Probably. let me tell you for a minute that whenever anybody shows up to my a party, not just mine, any party, if you show up in a costume, you get a high five right there. Right. I don't just care for, how just great it there. is. Yep. Right. Like I, there's right. the only time you lose in a situation like that is if you half-ass it. If right. you come and do it, the fact that you showed up with something is huge. Like, well, I think I, I think at your last party, I showed up. It was TV. It was TV stars, and I was a beer from Cheers. So yeah. <laughs> that was great. Back to Jennifer's thing where she hilarious. says, like, "If you show up and you don't have anything, you lose." Ellen, doesn't that at all resonate with you? Don't you at least want to be like, "I want to go in and have everyone be like, damn, that was great." Yes, but I can't do. I feel like I can't do it. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I know. Disagree. Wait, one last thing. You thought you thought in your own head that you were losing for showing up as a beer. Yeah. I thought you were great. I, no, think, no, I think I think you're crazy because we all think you're whatever you show up with. It's all in my head. My anti-costume party anxiety <laughs> is in my head. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna move on. Move on. No, Alex, don't even. We're moving on. We're moving. No, you can't. All right, I've had it. It's time to go to speed round. <laughs> okay all right this first one which was something i found it was definitely not written by me um but it is very relevant i think to the younger generation so i'll be curious to see how much it matters to you ladies ready would you rather be photogenic in pictures but busted in real life or gorgeous in real life but not photogenic in pictures gorgeous real life look great in pictures you only can be one or the other i got my answer go for it oh gorgeous in real life who cares about (laughs) pictures my god i can't believe it's a question how is that a question i don't know i mean i look at half the pictures on social media and know that they're all 
filtered and altered and whatever. No, I'd rather be gorgeous in real life. So here's my, here, <laughs> I was going to say that originally. And then I thought to myself, like thinking back to like pictures of like great grand aunts or like someone who pulls something up from like, oh, this is my great grandparents wedding from the night from 1918. And I look at them and I'm like, God, what a beauty she was like, oh my God, amazing. I never met this woman. I would never have seen her, but I'm like, what a, well, but I, then I guess it's fleeting. It's in and out and it's done, whatever. Yeah, I guess I'm more beautiful in real life. And let's be honest, I don't look great on <laughs> a lot anyway. And I don't possess the knowledge on how to touch it up. So what you see is what you get. Folks. Neither do I. <laughs> That's why, like, honestly, the pictures you'll see of me on social media yeah, are posted so quarterly, if that. <laughs> Maybe, maybe every six months, because it's rare that I come across one from a particular angle, accidentally, I might add, that looks okay. Yeah. The last ones that were really good to me, I think, were like for my wedding, and I was very skinny. Very, and you got a kid in college, don't you? <laughs> I was yeah. very skinny, very young. <laughs> Just They're not recent, guys. Not Just, recent. <laughs> Just trying to set a timeline for our <laughs> listeners. No, I, I am with you guys. The, I saw this question, I'm like, Really? Would anybody, is it, have we come that far? And then I realized, so just so you know, and I'm sorry, listeners, I'm not trying to rub it in anybody's face, but I was just in Hawaii. There were more young yes. people on the beach taking selfies of themselves, doing exercises, posing in the surf, leaning forward with their cleavage. Like Ugh. it was, I'm not kidding. And, and it's every other person wants to be an Instagram influencer. They want to have lots of followers. They'll do whatever it takes. They were, it was, it, 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 we sat and watched them. I said, here's another one. Here she goes. She's leaning to pick up a shell. There's no shells in Hawaii. Sorry, <laughs> really rough Pacific surf. There aren't any. And looking true? at the camera. Yeah, yeah really? true. it's not a big shell <laughs> destination. No, no, because it's so rough. <laughs> anyway, know it. anyway, um, just a little flash, uh, kind of a news flash for anybody from the younger generation. Real life is more important than pictures. I just want to throw that out because we, we have a lot of teen listeners. I know. Um, so many, so many, listeners. so many teen listeners. I will take being gorgeous in real life any day of the week. Ellen's and, like, I'm going to take my status quo being a knockout. Yeah. I mean, I'm living life. it. I'm already living it. Why I would you change it, change it up? <laughs> but wait, to You're your point, it. Ellen, though, like what's so funny to the three of us oldies mm -hmm. is that um, in person has defined our life. This whole like virtual crap yeah. has only been around for a couple of years. For our children, virtual has defined their life. Especially and in, in the person last year. is an afterthought, right? Yeah. Yeah. Think Especially of the last this past year, year. The pandemic. So, right. so now I understand where the question comes from. It just doesn't apply to us because we're so used to in person the thought of like an yeah. augmented yeah. social, you know, persona. It's an doesn't even yeah. exist for us well, but for them it, that's all that exists well, right and again look at what i went to when i was like maybe pictures i was like someone's great grandma from 1918 you did go way back i didn't, in the I way didn't back go machine. to the instagram photo from someone yeah. the you other went day. your time machine <laughs> oh i get it oh how i went time machine I'm sorry i shouldn't have i'm sorry oh. i didn't I think about it at all today you just ruined my day now I'm no no i again. just sent another email to elon Okay. Musk trying to get the get the time machine hey, project started. Yet? No, I, it's I, it's weird. I haven't heard from him. I think it's this the is... internet. I think Ellen. it's the internet. Ellen, come on, come on. Ellen. Working on it. I'm working on it. All right, let's go to another one. Uh, and this one, actually, uh, I, I saw this question. I'm like, oh my god, this is one where I I could really weigh in with some experience. Okay. Would you rather be right. stuck in an elevator? Oh. Or on a ski lift for two hours. Oh, Christ. Horrible. Elevator, Horrible. ski lift. I don't think I know the answer to this one. <laughs> yeah. Give me a minute. All right. I'm going to go. Please no? do, because I don't know. Wait. I think oh. I'm going to. Hold on. Question. Can I talk it through? Oh, boy. I, I don't <laughs> think we can stop you. Yeah. I Alex. I will, okay. Go ahead. So elevator. Like, I'm not one of those people who's claustrophobic. But I am one of those people who gets bored very quickly. And I feel like inside of an elevator, I'd be climbing the fucking walls. Like I would be the person who's like, maybe we can go up. You want to just try up? Like that would, it would, it would drive me crazy. It would, drive, ah, it would drive me crazy. 
on the ski lift, like you could be like, yeah, but you're outside and it's lovely and it's this and that, but mm. you're still trapped. Like I would be like, I'm just going to jump. And that's a terrible idea. Like, I, like I'm not one who, you guys, I am super ADHD. I never got, it never got diagnosed with me because at that point, nobody ever did that. But now as a grown up, I see it and I know it. And that like, you just have to sit and be with your feelings and your thoughts. And you sit and be in both of these. You got to sit. They're, and they're, be ter- with your they're feelings. both terrible options. Those are, that's Alexandra's worst sentence. A nightmare. Oh, sit and be. I've, I've often said my personal hell is being stuck in an elevator for eternity with a lizard, a snake and a frog. And that's it. Like that's where I would lose my ever loving mind. So I guess, I guess since I just said that, I guess I will go to the ski lift but I'm still going to try and like shimmy down the cable or figure something. Mm-hmm. Cause there's no way I'm just going to sit there and wait. Hmm. Wow. And also okay. I, I see an, I see an action movie coming out of the situation. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think, Jen, I think, are, I think Bruce Willis are you gonna be do? in it too. <laughs> he wishes. Die hard 12, the Alex story. <laughs> and Bruce, can John McClane survive her annoying? Yes. annoying That's right. She's channel. still talking. My God, she's still yeah. talking. The real challenge for John, John McClane is surviving Alex, <laughs> not either of those scenarios. Um. Oh God, this is a hard one. Mm-hmm. So I, I'll preface this with I'm not claustrophobic. I that doesn't bother me. Um. In fact, I I sometimes gravitate towards small spaces. Oh yeah, you do like to cocoon. You're I like to be in the womb. I I like a womb with a view. I've mentioned this many times. Yep. I have often taken the smallest bedroom in a shared (laughs) apartment. You're so weird. I I, I know. My my office that I'm sitting in right now, size of a closet. You're talking over each other. I and you both have very useful points of view. Jen, continue. (laughs) Sorry. Um, so yeah, so I'm not claustrophobic. Mm -hmm. Um and, and I'm not afraid of heights either. So it's not like that would be a, a problem for me on the ski lift. Um, but, oh God. Okay. It's hard, and, right? Yeah. And I, I don't really care about like being trapped with another person. I think I could make conversation and make do and that would be fine. I guess it comes to being enclosed in a small space versus open air is a giant question. But there's the height thing too. And I have mentioned on this podcast, I believe, again, don't remember a lot, that I have said before that I do have this weird fear, like almost dream, like if I'm in a balcony seat, that I'm going to leap off of it. There's a name for that. Fall over onto it. Yeah. yeah. It was like the flying dream or something. Yeah. No, no, no. Like I actually. Fall out of your seat and. No, not Down. like accidentally. Like I will, I will, I will will my, I will do it myself. Like I will, sometimes when I'm sitting like in a balcony seat somewhere, I'm thinking to myself, I think to myself, wouldn't it be great if I just leapt off it? Oh, There's a real, name for this. In real life. You in mean. real life. Oh, okay. I've, I've, I've sat at the Wang Center in Boston, in downtown city. Downtown city. Sorry. Yeah. And, and thought to myself, like next to the railing, like, I've what got to I, control myself so I don't leap off of this because there's a name for the, yes, whatever this is. A lot is. of people have it like, yes. like the thinking they might want to jump. Yes, not to exactly. kill themselves just because so it's I the think from, Exactly. The impulse of it. And I think about it and I think it through sometimes. I would never do it. I'm a, I'm a big baby. I would never do any of these. But these are the thoughts that run through my head. So I think that would get to me more so on the chairlift versus just being alone in a little square box. So I'm going to go with the square box, the elevator. That's my choice because otherwise I would have all those, those thoughts of leaping off the chair lift and that would not be good for me. Okay. Sorry. Long, long road to that answer. No, no. But you know what? We ask these questions we don't know where they're going to go, which is the joy and the delight of them. And I had no idea there was a psychological propensity in your brain to lean over the railing of the balcony and fall and go. Can you look it up for research for our next one? Because uh, it's uh, a real thing. Uh, this is what I live for, is a to be continued. <laughs> and there are always plenty of them. This plenty is what Ellen lives for. Nothing oh, my else. gosh. Just shit like this. Oh, my gosh. Well, I suspect that you guys don't remember that I was trapped on a chairlift for two hours. Oh, my God. Yes. You were. I did. Oh That's why I, I knew what you were talking about. I actually I totally was. forgot. I saw this Sorry. question. I was like, oh my gosh, I, I, I don't, I've never been stuck in an elevator. 
Um, I've had an elevator stop for maybe a couple minutes, but I've never been stuck in an elevator for a long period of time. Um, but I have been trapped on a broken chairlift, which was one of the most terrifying experiences. If yeah, it's right up there with with uh, a short list of the most ex- most terrifying exper- experiences of my life. For listeners who want to know, I was just on a chairlift with my older son. The younger son was a few chairs up. It had been a big storm the night before at the ski mountain, and it had iced over, and the cable that carries you along fell off the uh, railing, and the chairs in front of me and the chairs behind me and our chair just, just, uh, just imagine so bouncing, bouncing 20 feet. Uh, we're on, we're way up high on a mountain and, uh, you know, just trees and snow below and, uh, yeah. And we were stuck. It was a very, very cold day, very cold, which is why it had iced over. And, uh, I looked at my son, all I did was slowly turn my head and I looked at my son and I said, don't move because you don't know for two hours for, for don't move. And we sat there. And uh, I slowly turned around and behind me, I saw people face down in the snow that their chairs had crashed into the snow that were broken bones. Yeah. Nobody died, which was great. Um, But, but it was, yes, it was good. Um, But yeah, it was anyway, it was crazy. It's crazy. And it doesn't happen very often for those of you who ski, don't worry. It doesn't, it happens very seldom. It was old equipment and it was time for, for the mountain to replace it. But uh, yeah, we were there for about, I would say 90 minutes. I don't think we were two hours, but we were a long, long time. Very, very cold. Um, and, uh, interestingly, uh, there was a guy, a few chair, uh, there, there was a parallel chair that ran alongside and it had not fallen off. So they saw us the the chairlift right next to us saw it go down. And there was an ESPN reporter who happened to be on that chairlift. And so they, uh, you know, tweeted out chairlift is down on, on this mountain. And I started getting texts and I couldn't, I was lifting my hand. I'm like, I'm not taking, I hear pinging and I'm not taking, I don't want to take the phone out because I don't want to shake the chair. I don't want, I don't know if the chair is going to fall over. So you are, you're, you're just every move, but I had to get my phone out so I could text my younger son who was up with a stranger on the lift. I couldn't see him. He was, he was farther up, up than us. And just to text him to say, are you okay? And he texted back and said, I'm okay. It's pretty cold. And I said, stop moving, stop texting and sat there. And so he just sat there and then they come just so you know, what happens is when these things happen, the ski patrol comes and they they throw a rope over the cable um, so that they can attach this little tiny metal seat and they swing it to you and you have to catch it. And then you have to scoot out on the edge of your chair, oh, put your God. butt, I put the thing never be able to do you, this. And then you have to just lean off and go. It's just like when I went um, skydiving and you have to lean off outside the plane and go. And they're like, come on, you're going to be fine. We're going to nope. repel you down. And you have to just scoot on it and go, okay, I'm ready. And they repel you down. And then you've been sitting for an hour and a half freezing and you're on skis. I still have skis on my feet. And I have to, and plus here's, and I will get off this story. It's way too long, but I get, you get off and I'm on a black diamond slope and I'm not the greatest skier. And they said, are you okay to ski down? I said, um, I, I'm little, uh, they said, you know what, this woman here, she's going to guide you down. And so I went down. I'm starting, I'm almost starting to cry thinking about it. It was oh so, God, it was scary. It was really, Oh my was, God, you got listeners. This is I like was, seriously harrowing. Right no, now. I was terrified for my kids. All I, all I will tell you when something like this happens to you, all you think is get my fucking kids off this thing. Get my fucking kids off this thing. It's all you think about. And you, it's anybody who has kids. You're going to sit there and go, I don't give a shit. Just get my fucking kids off this thing. That's all you care about. So when you, when, when they came for me, I said, you get him off first, you get him off first. And is my son off up top? Like, I need to know where they are. And they came down. And anyway, she guided me down. I was like, you know, I was like the, the green skier getting down this, this black diamond. So I don't know how I did it, but I got in there and I just, and I went into the, to the lodge and there was my other son and yeah. Anyway, anyway, God, I didn't mean to take us to this place, but you do not want to be trapped on a broken scale ski lift for two hours, unless 
it's going to start up again. If it's going to start up again, that's no problem. But when they have to repel you down and you don't know where your kids are, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of a bummer. So, well, this is a fun. Wait, so this hold is a- on. So my whole diehard <laughs> shit is just going to be like washed away because Ellen brought us all to tears and told this like wonderfully oh my lovely God. motherly. Sorry, but I haven't told that. And story then in a here long I time. am talking about me starring in Die Hard and nothing. Well, Wait, you know, Ellen, how how many years ago? I'm sorry, you can cut this if you need to. But how many years ago? Was <laughs> Uh, oh, they were younger. Uh, it's probably seven, seven, eight years ago. Probably a while. Probably a while. Crazy. Yeah, they would. They they replaced the whole lift. They put in a whole new thing. Yeah, yeah, the whole thing. It was crazy. It was really crazy. And and you know, like friends across the country are like, "Wait, didn't you say you were going skiing at that mountain this weekend? Are you there? No chance you're on that lift, are you?" Like, well, <laughs> as a matter of fact, yeah, it was funny um, story. Yeah, you, you, but you do, you do. All I will say is there, you know, when you have for every listener out there, try to think of a moment when you have that, I'll put it in quotation marks, that sickening feeling. It could be your, your car is skidding on the ice or you just you're about to drop a big bottle of wine on the floor in the supermarket like i use wine imagine (laughs) um but but something we're like ah i can't i i can't control this and something stopping that i will never forget that feeling of we are we are scissoring down and there's nothing we can do about it we're coming off the cable and we're flying in midair and this is wrong like when you feel that something is wrong 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 like there is, there is, no, you'll never forget it for your entire, I'll never forget that for the rest of my life. And I know my kids won't either. I know they won't. Yeah. As much as they like jump, yeah, you can't believe it. Oh, the Charlotte Frog, see you later. Yeah, you know, they're teenagers, but I know they'll never forget it. And I won't either. So let's shift gears to something completely forgettable. Completely forgettable. We'll try and wrap up on this. How about that? We're going to wrap up on this one um, because I'd like to see either of these things happen with you guys. I'm praying they will. Which would you rather? Are you ready? Yeah. Would you rather have to sing your order at restaurants <laughs> or do 10 push-ups every time you look at your phone? Oh, God, sing. Wait, I'm going to say it again because I really want you to think it through. Would you have to sing your order every time you're in a restaurant or do 10 push-ups? It's just 10, ladies and gentlemen. Sing. And it helps. With- <laughs> sing. With 10 push-ups huh? every time you what? Looked at your phone. I didn't even care. I didn't even care. I was like, I'm not doing push-ups. I singing my order. That Wait. sounds awesome. Oh no, three no, yeah. big for you, but nobody else. Yeah, again, three big do. Macs, two French fries, oh. and a, <laughs> and a oh, big like a chocolate shake. shake. Oh, we both want shake once again, Jennifer. Long distance high five over the Zoom. Let's make it happen. Um, yeah, dude. Okay. Okay. First of all, I really, okay. I just want to interject when I, I found this question, when I found this, I really didn't think it would be so cut and dried. I did not think, and then now that I look at it, singing versus push-ups, what was I thinking? Mm. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go elaborate, Alex. Okay. Let me just, let me just make the observation. That we just went from emotional, yeah. like yeah. parental, I can't, I can't bounce this way, like mama bear type thing, to being yeah. like three Big Macs, two French fries. Like, that's why. That's yeah. why this this program, this podcast, is really everything to everybody. It's all it sure they need. Is. It's like your morning news. Sure. It's your evening update. It's it's yeah. All it is. It's every man. It is yeah. Yeah, singing your order, dude. I sing my order just sometimes, just for kicks, and also when there's no waiter, when it's just my family. Like, just why not? I've done it with coworkers. Like, I, I, I will never forget. I worked at this bank million years ago. Wait, do you have any? Do you have any coworkers left? I mean, because you've been singing. You've been singing at lunch (laughs) just all the time. But I will never forget. Like, I worked in this very like stuffy bank one time, and I, I remember walking down like literally the day that I gave my notice and I walked out and I started singing and I'm pointing to people and dancing and twirling and everything. And then, and I was like, what's with you? I'm like, I'm quitting today. Like whenever I have something to say, I'm going to sing it, Ellen. And if I am going to place a food order, that means I'm in a good mood and I'm going to sing it. In fact, I can't wait to go downstairs and tell my husband, I want some dinner. 
So yes, you I'm better. You over. damn well better do that. Yes. Thank now, you. Jen, will you be singing for your supper tonight? <laughs> um, I have no upper body strength, so yes. No, <laughs> the push-ups are too the much. The push-ups, I forgot, yeah. Yep, that's, I mean, years on the swim team, lots of butterfly, all gone. <laughs> I, well, I was in lane five, so it doesn't matter. But yeah, no, Defense. no upper body strength, no push-ups for me. Always will I sing, always. Yeah. And it's fun, right? Totally. Right? Now, what's lost, I would say, what's lost in your answers to this question is the context, which is, see, if if we were really Alexing this question, Uh, and and I'm surprised that you didn't, you were so excited about singing, you just didn't even look beyond the opportunity. There was no, Um, there was no need. You, but, but if we had gone to the calculating Alex, it would have been, okay, wait a minute. I sing my order at restaurants. How often do I go to restaurants versus do 10 push-ups every time I look at my phone? How many times do I look at my phone? How many oh, times I do I go to restaurants? Right. So there would have been some math there. I totally thought so, of that. You were, you, Alex yeah. was so overcome with the excitement of singing but because I also, you do, yeah, that you didn't even worry about the frequency. You didn't even worry. No, I did. I, that means a billion push-ups a day. That's a horror show. A Imagine. horror show. I literally just it's touched true. my I think, I think we was. did the math instantaneously without even yeah. acknowledging that it was part of the equation. No it was kind of like, oh, that's going to be a hundred times. Oh, so you did do it. Like, that's yes, way too many yes, push-ups. And, uh, yes. We didn't have to spell it out for anybody. I thought everybody oh, understood the equation. I, just, I really thought it was... The no. pro of being able to sing versus the con of how many push-ups you'd have. To Here's do. the thing: we don't have. We know that the number of times that we check our phone is so big mm-hmm. that the math doesn't matter. Mm-mm. The math and, doesn't matter. And Jennifer, and you've got a physical thing attached to it. I'm out. Yeah. Sing my on, order. And on the other side of things, right. You get to sing words that weren't meant to be sung. That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Come on. And you get to it's embarrass your children if they're with you at the restaurant. And I didn't even think about that, but that's Bonus. not a great point. See, and that's where I go, which is, look, first of all, I'm completely with you because I'm an incredible singer, as I think <laughs> well, you guys know. Well, there is that. As I think you guys know. I, I have. I have like everybody a, knows. You know, people are always, Ellen, please, another one. Please, <laughs> just one more. Just one more. And Ellen, Ellen. Yes, yes. It happens to me all the time. Wow. But... <laughs> But what I like when I find these questions on the internet is yes. who decided that singing your, or the, the, I'm, I'm imagining I'm a young person. The humiliation of having to sing at a restaurant is equivalent to probably doing mm-hmm. a thousand pushups a day. Yeah. So yeah. some teenager somewhere decided they would rather do a thousand pushups a day than have to sing in a restaurant. That's what I find interesting. You know who probably came up with this question? Who? The stupid idiot who chose looking pretty. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say it, but I let you say it. I was going to say the same thing. Yes. I'd rather be photogenic on my phone (laughs) than pretty in real life. Totally. We need to get questions from more Karens. We need less questions (laughs) for like, you know, or questions from octogenarians that would work for me too i'm good with them too so do that too too. but no more questions from you know gen z i'm 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 done with that i have no filter i have no filter on my like pictures on my mouth anything no filter can i can i put out one last request before we end the episode ellen Mm -hmm. could you Mm -hmm. maybe for the next time could you maybe mine some questions from like 96 year old uncle dick like absolutely throw, see, if, see if he'll throw out a like it or not and or a uh, a speed round question i I'll just tell I'd you, love to hear it. okay that is my dear beloved 96 year old uncle oh, dick um, and i, I can tell you right him. now i can tell you right now what the his first would you rather question would be he would say <laughs> would you rather sit down or s- get up 
(laughs) that is what like the big decisions of his life he's like god damn it ellen it really sucks to get old and then he goes and he pushes a button on his automatic air (laughs) armchair lifter seat that goes and it props him up enough that he can get to his walker and get out he is you know we'll make this episode in honor of uncle dick because man he's the dude he just keeps on giving He's 96. He's still reading, still talking, still thinking. He loves, um, he said, did you bring any chocolate? I'm like, yeah, for me, not you, you old man. <laughs> I was Get say, out of here. You did. Like, Get out of here. It's mine. These are you. Um, yep. Now I know we're going to end, but I'm just going to say this one thing. Because I had a super fan want to know when she was going to shout, get a shout out. Super fan, Vicky G. Here's your shout out, girlfriend. She texted me recently and said, I'm loving the podcast. I'm cooking to it. And I want to say, when am I a super fan? Uh, I got another super fan. Jennifer's got one. I have one too. I got another super super fan who was annoyed. (laughs) CC from Colorado. Oh, Mm -hmm. hey, CC. Feels as if she has not been recognized. And she's right. Because CC from Colorado, she has listened to every episode. God bless. We love you, CC. You know what, CC? Stand up and be counted. For God's sake, Rocky Mountain High. Okay, that's all I got to say to you. Keep it real. You guys, this was a podcast to remember. Full of highs, full of lows, full of pathos, full of ethos, full of ethanol. Uh, Who knows what was really in this podcast? Uh, Plenty of that. Plenty of that. Um, I'm going to work my umami super hard and have a tasty life for until we meet again. Um, Listeners, thank you so much as always for joining us we will be back be back i can't talk to certain things where i'm like well we're back you have hawaii mouth i I think it is vacation mouth lazy it's vacation vacation. you've just been chilling and relaxing and good for you my apologies if i went on vacation and you guys are completely jealous but that was a whole point it was a whole point in going there and coming back and talking about it so you're jealous so i want you to roll around in that and then get over it and start planning your vacations because it will happen one day soon. All right, people, we love you. We miss you. We'll see you soon. Say bye, ladies. Bye. Bye, guys.